surprises young, happy Gilmore, nipping at his heels and trailing by only one stroke. Shooter from the sand, playing like he really wants that jacket. Happy Gilmore answers right back with a birdie. everybody welcome to the unscripted unlimited podcast here on the everything unscripted podcast network i am the host tonight doug and joining me as always uh eric is here what's up how are you and guys i'm good eric how are you i'm pretty good good uh and it's just eric and i tonight daniel of course uh doesn't need uh, this is not, this show is not in Daniel's contract and uh, uh, Clintus is not on. Uh, we wouldn't even know if he'd be on anyway because he doesn't know how to communicate. Uh, but uh, all right, so tonight here on Unscripted Unlimited, we are doing our top ten favorite sports movies. Eric and I each came up with our own top ten list. Uh, it was difficult. It was it was very difficult, I think. At first, like once you get to like four and three, it's just like, all right, what movies can I put on here? Because there's a lot of sports movies that I like that yeah. I've seen multiple I already times. I know what number one was, though. Huh? You probably know. You probably know my number one too, though. So. Well, and, and my number one and my number two were easy for me to come up with and it's not just it's all sports so it's not just football not just baseball not just uh hockey not just basketball but like you know you got golf you got uh boxing which is a sport track is a sport uh and opening with the um half a gilmore yeah so like these movies like so it could be any sport, and you know Eric is primarily a, a baseball guy. I'm primarily a football guy in, in wrestling, if you consider wrestling a sport. Uh, although you watch WWE and then realize it's really not, uh, you watch AEW and then find out it's a circus. Uh, but <laughs> like, You're not so, wrong there. Uh, but you know, as far as like you know, sports movies, because there's been a lot of them out there. I mean, what sport do you think has had the most movies about America? I would say football and baseball. I couldn't think of a, a basketball movie that I liked. That's uh, really weird. I don't think there's. I mean, there's been movies about like college basketball. Yeah. And, like, youth it's basketball really and all that. But, like, as far as, like, regular basketball, I mean, I only have one basketball movie on my thing, and it's not even – I mean, it's got a basketball player in it. Yeah, there was a recent movie. Oh, it was the, MB, it was the movie about – um, I forgot the movie. It was on Netflix. I saw it. It was really good. It was a basketball movie, too. But I didn't put it in my list. Yeah, but, like, there's been, like, so many movies about football, so many movies about uh, baseball. I mean, hockey's had quite a few movies about about it, too. But, like, basketball, 
is one of those that like it's one of the four major sports but you know it's not really uh you know it, it's it doesn't really have a lot of movies about about the sport exactly uh there's probably more movies about golf than there is about uh than there is about uh, basketball oh yeah do you, do you want to um, go ahead and like, guess each other's uh, num- um, movie? Like from 10 to 1? Or... Yeah. I mean, as I, I, I we go on. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, there's only two of us here, so it's okay. not going to take that. It's not going to take that much time. Exactly. I think it would be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Eric, you can go first with your number 10, and I think your number 10 is going to be Mr. Baseball. Nope. It's, um, it's Sandlot. That, that's a good movie. Yes. It's a classic. I didn't, uh, I don't think I saw the second one, but I saw, I, I saw the um, first one multiple times. And there's always a quote that um, Karen always says that I forget what she says. Oh, you're killing me that movie. Yeah, thank you. Uh, she said that to me a couple times before, and I'm just like, keep pissing me off, and, and you'll mean it more literally than figuratively. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic. I, I love the movie. Even though it's at number 10, it's still... One of my favorites. I'll sit down and watch it multiple times, like I have. Um, I think I haven't seen it. It's a, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I've seen it in years either, but it's just a great movie. It's, it's about kids that love baseball, and then they lost a baseball in the backyard of a um, neighbor who had the big scared of the dog, so they try to. They tried different ways to get the ball because it's signed by Babe Ruth, one of the best play, baseball players uh, players of all time. A lot of people consider him the GOAT. So, yeah, it was signed by him. It was his father's, his stepfather's ball, baseball, signed yeah. by Babe Ruth. I'll never forget, like, that uh, in that movie, like, when they were trying to get the ball back, the one kid, uh, Smalls, said, uh, let's just knock on the door and see if the guy will get the ball back for us. And the one nerdy kid with the glasses, the one that, yeah. uh, you know, sexually assaulted the lifeguard. Uh, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> he just, like, he he's just, just like, oh, it's not going to happen. And then James Earl Jones at the end of the movie said, you should have just asked me for it. I would have gotten it for you. And then, like, they, <laughs> like, they should have just beat the shit out of the kid. Uh, like, because that yeah. kid annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, he he was annoying, cause, and then he then he pretended he was uh, fainted or whatever, and then he, he pretended he had drowned just so he girl. can uh, just so he could kiss the lifeguard. I'll tell you, you know, you do that now. I'm pretty sure uh, every you know woman on the face of the planet carries a stun gun with him, and you know, yes. you do what he did, you know, they'll they'll. Fucking put a stun gun a stun gun out on you, and if you've been in the water, those things fucking hurt. Yeah. 
They'll probably kick you in the balls, too. Yeah. So, like, that kid annoyed the shit out of me. But, all right, you want to guess my number 10? Um, let me see. Longest yard. Uh, no, the Mighty Ducks. Oh, that was my second guess, too. Damn. So, uh, and it's the first one. It's not the second one, not the third one, even though I really do like the second one, and I do like the third one, even though it sucked. Uh, You thought the third one sucked? I didn't think it was as good as the first two. Like, I always feel like Bombay should be the coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But those three movies are all on Disney Channel, right? Yeah, on Disney Plus. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Yeah, makes me want to watch it because I haven't watched that, those movies in a long time. <laughs> I might do that this week. I recently watched uh, all three of them. I think. I thought uh, they thought about remaking it or something. There's a show on Disney Plus called Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, obviously, you know, people know the movies about uh, a, a young hotshot uh, lawyer who gets busted for drunk driving, uh, so he's sentenced to the community service. His community services, he's got to coach a peewee hockey team. Uh, doesn't really get along with the kids at first. And then, you know, through help with his mentor, Hans, you know, kind of, you know, finds his way with the kids. And, uh, you know, they play against his old peewee hockey team, the Hawks, and his former peewee hockey coach, uh, Jack Riley. And it's just like, it's a feel-good story. You know, uh, you know Joshua Jackson, who would, became, who would become a uh, pretty well-known actor later on, uh, he, you know, stars as Charlie Conway, you know, one of the, uh, the kid who really, uh, you know, was befriended by, uh, by Bombay. And then Bombay ended up sticking his tongue down uh, Charlie's uh, mother's uh, throat. Mm. Yeah, it's just a it's a feel good movie. I mean, all three of them are to be honest with you. I like all three, but I think I like the second one probably better. I have to go back and watch, but I think I like the second one better. I like the first one better because it's the original. Sometimes, yes, the second one can be better in all movie trilogies, but I think in this one, obviously because I put it on my list, I I like the first one better. Yeah, and there's a movie on my list that we'll get to. You probably know what I'm talking about. That I like the second one too. So, yeah. <clears throat> All right, your number nine. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that your number nine is uh, Longest Yard. Nope. Um, Rookie of the Year. I got that further down on my uh, list. Yeah, I love this movie. This movie was about the kid that broke his arm 
and then ended up playing for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, his mom used to be used to play softball things, and then his his mom's boyfriend was trying to use him or some shit like that, and he ended up and she ended up um, dumping him because he was a douchebag. All he wanted yeah, because he, she started kind of falling in love with uh, with Chet Stedman. Yeah, that's right. And they did fall. I think they ended up getting together. I think at the end. Uh, I don't know if they got together at the end or not. I think they did. Yeah. Because isn't she in another movie, that baseball movie? Or am I? She, she looks like somebody that was in another movie that's on my list. I don't know. If she might. She one. might be. Yeah. But yeah, I think I know. You know what movie I'm talking about? But I think it might be the same woman. But she plays a similar role, the mom and stuff. But yeah, this movie was was pretty cool. Um, and you play for the Chicago Cubs for for at least a season and then pitch up his arm and if he could throw a good fastball and the state signed him. <laughs> he was like the first major young kid that played in the major leagues. Yeah. See, I like this movie because of uh, the cast. You know, you had a, a young Thomas Ian Nicholas who, you know, would become more well-known later on for his roles in American Pie. Uh, yep. And you have, uh, you know, John Candy, who was doing the, uh, who was the baseball announcer, Gary Busey, who was the aging pitcher, Chet Stedman, uh, uh, Daniel Stern, who was the pitching coach, uh, Brigma. Yep. He was funny. Yeah. No, it's, it's another one of those uh, feel good movies. Exactly. Uh, Another movie you could sit down and watch. Yeah, and I've seen it many times. It's been a couple of years, but I've seen it many times. But, and that's why it's on my list later on. Uh, But, like, one of my favorite parts in the movie is, like, when he loses the ability to throw hard, to throw the fastball. Uh, He has the meeting with the guys. He's like, all right, and one of the guys goes, all right, what are we doing? And he goes, all right, I have a plan. And then they, like, that it's the strangest way to get three outs I had ever seen. He faced it with it. One of them was the hidden ball trick. And then uh, the other one where he uh, dared the guy to run and then just chased after him. Yep. And And then then the third one was him... Not necessarily striking the guy out, but he got him with the changeup and then a foul ball, and then he got him with the uh, floater pitch. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it was – and this was in the, this was made late in the 90s, I think? Uh, 93. Okay, let's see. You ready for your number nine? Yeah. What is it? Let me... Uh, slap shot. Slap shot? 
the hockey movie. Uh, I've never even seen it. Okay. My number nine is Space Jam. Okay. Love that movie too. So this combines basketball with one of my uh, one of my favorite things, cartoons. It's the Looney Tunes in, in this thing. Now this is obviously the one with Michael Jordan. This isn't the one with that idiot LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised you didn't put that one in because nobody would put that in their top ten. <laughs> and I, I like LeBron, but that movie was I heard was awful. Yeah, it, it fucking blew. Uh, but anyway, so like this movie, obviously. Michael Jordan, he's in the middle of his baseball career with the Birmingham Barons, and uh, he then gets pulled into because, you know, Bugs Bunny has to, uh, and the rest of the uh, Looney Tunes have to go through a ba- uh, basketball game with, uh, with the aliens from uh, Moron Mountain, which is a perfect name for a place. Uh, you know, as a practical joke, someday somebody should change the name of the store Target and just put Moron Mountain on the front of the store. <laughs> I'm just saying that would be appropriate. Uh, <laughs> uh, mm. And I'm sure anybody that still works at Target that uh, is friends with you and I are probably just still going to remain friends with you at this point. They're probably going to tell me to go fuck myself, but most of you fuckers won't help me out when I need help for the show anyway. So you can all go fuck yourselves. Uh, but uh, anyway, so, but yeah, no. So uh, they end up and uh, uh, one of the, uh, or the guy that's in charge of Moron mountain, uh, is voiced by Danny DeVito. And uh, what they do is they steal the talent from NBA players. Uh, Larry Bird, uh, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bogues, and whoever the fifth guy was. Yeah, I forget who the fifth guy was. Was it Scottie Pippen? I don't think it was Pippen. I don't know why I'm... It was probably some unknown player or something. Yeah. But, uh, or no, it wasn't Larry Bird. It was some other guy. Carmelo. You said Carmelo, didn't you? No, so it was Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bogues, and then two other guys. But it it wasn't Larry Bird. Larry Bird was in the movie, but it, it wasn't his talent that was stolen. It was probably so. Yeah, I can't think of the two. But yeah, so anyway, uh, so they steal their talent, and then Bugs Bunny recruits Michael Jordan to help to help out the Looney Tunes, and they get training for the game, and then. Uh, you know, they have this big game, uh, and then Bert, Bill Murray comes out and helps them out at the end. 
And, uh, you know, again, it, it was a cute movie. I personally liked it. I know people have, sh- I think people have, have shit on it over the years, but it's personally one of my favorite movies. So I like but it. The second one, though, is shitty. Yeah. It's the first one is the classic because it's Michael Jordan and and then uh, I believe I fly. That became famous from that movie too. So I yeah. love the movie. Uh, you know, and it was done by R. Kelly. You know, it was done by R. Kelly, who you know was this was back before R. Kelly. Uh, tagged along with Jerry Lawler to pick up girls from elementary school for dates. Uh, huh. This came out in the mid-90s or late 90s? I think this was 95 or 96. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we grew up with this movie. And, and it's a yeah. classic. I loved it. I it's it funny, time, it's funny. I they used it. to... Uh, I, I don't think they do it anymore. Or they might, but... Uh, they used to come out with books that were kind of like loosely based on movies and like they would either be like 30 page books or some of them might be novels or whatever the fuck. Uh, and you know, the book fairs that they used to have uh, when we were in school, uh, they would always have these books at the book fair. And I remember buying right. the space jam book and it was basically, it was pretty, it was the movie but in like a shorter, like in a, in a shorter version. Yep. But that's actually how I used to determine whether or not there was a movie I wanted to watch. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, cause we used to get it from when they used to do the, the book fairs at the school or like they used to give you that catalog uh, where like yeah. if you wanted to, if you wanted to order if you wanted to order a book or whatever, I remember those. You get those. I think you got those like once a month. Yeah, and then you you can go around asking your family if they want to order stuff. And I remember there was they I there was an order guide for like Christmas, and I would go around that people to order stuff from that catalog. It was a catalog, not just books. It was just different stuff. Well, yeah, it was, uh, they had the school, it's the scholastic catalog for like books and stuff that came out like once a month. And then also, you know, you always had like the order forms for like Easter candy or whatever that they would yep. do every year. You know, the different fundraisers. Oh yeah. I remember those fundraisers. But yeah, like the the book catalog, those came, I think those were out like once a month or something like that, or once every couple of months. And then like I would yeah. go home, or I would kind of like crawl, you know, because you would have to fill out like you'd have to put a check mark next to uh, the book you wanted. Uh, so or I would have to put a check mark next to the book that I wanted, and then give it to my mom, and then she would write down yeah. on the order form what book we were ordering. Yeah, and then you would order it by check, by money or check, right? Yeah, it was usually it was usually by check. So like, and I would oh, yeah. get, you know I would get like I wouldn't get like the fancy shit or whatever. I would just get the books that were usually based on movies. 
because like or like I wouldn't get like the different book series or whatever, which my dad used to tell me all the time because uh, that was around the time too where I started getting interested in like the Goosebump books or whatever. And I was uh, about to ask you that if you like the Goosebumps. Yeah. And, like, when I would get interested in those, uh, like, I, I got interested in those, and my dad would always tell me, because sometimes I think they would actually pop up in the catalog, and he's like, why don't you just order the Goosebump books through there? Uh, I mean, they didn't always pop up in there, because, like, those were, like, things you would actually you see sold in the stores. Yep. Uh but like I would always just go for like the uh, go for the movie books, and they were o- they were always only like two or three dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember when books were cheap. Now they're like even on Amazon they're like twenty bucks. Yeah. Even old even older books are twenty bucks still. Yeah, so, like, but, yeah, that's how I, and, like, I remember, like, I read the Space Jam book before I had ever seen the movie. Uh, oh, nice. You still have but, it? Uh, yeah, so, like, th- that, but, yeah, no, so, like, that's how I would, that's how I would get acquainted with a lot of movies. I would go, I would read the book, and then that would uh, determine whether or not I wanted to see the movie. Okay. Do you, still, do you still have some of the books that you read and watched? And they're more than likely at my mom's house. Okay. I would not be surprised. <laughs> uh, but, all right, you're number eight. I'm going to guess that your number eight is uh, Bad News Bears. Nope. It's uh, Creed Two, the boxing movie from um, the one that this the Creed about the um. Yeah, this is the one where Creed's son faces Drago's son, right? Yep, because he uh, Drago killed his father in um, nineteen in the eighty five Russian boxer Ivan Diago killed former U.S. champion. So he faces his son, and I personally like the second one better than the first one. And there's a third one coming out in a week from now, about a week and a half from now or something. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that one. But I love this. By the way, movie. the uh, role of Ivan Drago back in Rocky Four was supposed to be played by Carrie Von Eric. Oh wow! But he uh... Fritz made him turn it down. Oh, okay. Uh, but, I, I mean, it wasn't that. supposed to be played by... Like, they went to him and asked him to do it. And he, he turned it down. Okay. Yeah, well, I think Fritz actually at first wanted him to do it. And then, uh, because it had success... Because Hogan had success in Rocky Three, But then things yeah, changed. I forgot, I forgot Hogan was in Rocky Three. <laughs> Did you um, watch uh, the Creed movie? I've seen some of it. Like, I've seen clips on YouTube. Okay. I like... I've seen some of the Rocky movies. 
I think I saw maybe one or two of them. But I like I like this series. It's it's up there with um Fast and Furious series for me, but Fast and Furious is not a sports movie, so unless you consider sports cars sports I mean it's not really a sport, but right. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah, Creed I can't wait for Creed three coming out in a couple in about a week and a half. And this taste place in Philadelphia, so another reason why I like the taste place in our hometown. Right. My, yeah. And Rocky's in it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I've like I said, I've seen clips of the movie. Like I saw the clip of the final fight. Uh, I mean, I've seen well, I, I've seen Rocky three and four multiple times. Okay, which one do you like better? I like Rocky four the best. Oh, okay. and there's five of them, right? Uh, technically six if you count the one that came out in 2006. Okay. Yeah, I actually kind of like Creed better than Rocky, but I guess it's because it's more modern day. Right. All right, ready to guess. Yeah. Ready to guess Uh, my number eight? Um, Longest Yard. It is an Adam Sandler movie, however. It's The Water Boy. Okay. That's a classic, too. I, this is actually, this and Wedding Singer are my two favorite Adam Sandler movies. I think we said that when we, when we did the uh, retrospective on Adam Sandler, right? Yeah. Did we do? Yeah, yeah. So I remember we did a retrospective, which you can find and, in our archives. So. Yeah. And this movie, like, because this movie to me has a great, it has a great story on it. You know, this guy, he's, you know, might not be the smartest kid or the smartest guy, but that's because he was sheltered all his life by, by his mother, his who's mom. played by Kathy Bates, who does an awesome job. Yep. Isn't she in multiple, um, in in another movie, Adam Sandler movie? But I know there's several characters, several actors. I don't actors know if she's got another movie with movies. him or not. She might have. Yeah. But she was a good actor, an actress. Yeah. I mean, she was in another football movie. She was in The Blind Side. Another movie that didn't make the cut for my list, but another good movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So like, he basically plays a a water boy who uh, you know gets fired from the team he's on. Then he goes and he plays for uh, uh, the team coached by Henry uh, Henry Winkler, uh, Mister Coach Klein. Uh, and then he just start. He finally has enough people picking on him. So he absolutely knocks the shit out of the quarterback. Which is great, but the quarterback was a prick. Oh, yeah, he had it coming. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. I would have punched him. Yeah. Uh, but, um... I don't think that about many people. Yeah. Uh, I know we try to get you to. Uh... But, yeah, no, and then, like, you know, he uh, starts talking to this girl, Vicky, and, or they've been friends for a while, and then, uh, you know, they kind of fall in love, and, but Bobby's mother is just, uh, you know, she she doesn't want her boy to grow up. Yeah. Overprotective. Pretty much. Uh. But no, I I personally like the movie. Uh, it is I I don't even know if you would really consider it a sports movie. I mean, I do, but yeah, I do because he he is a water he's a water boy for a football team, and he he actually plays football. So yeah. and there's football cuts in the movie. So I do consider it a movie. I mean, a sports movie. Yeah. So, all right, there you go, man. Uh, all right. You're number seven, right? Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to guess that it's Major League. Nope. It's, I put the Mighty Ducks as a whole, and I put all of them in one category, so I did the Mighty Ducks series, movie series. So, oh, it's my okay. number seven. Cause, I, Cause that's the only way I could uh, fit other movies. Cause it would take up three spots, so I decided just uh, I'll just put them together. And uh, cause I like all three. I mean, all three were really good. Uh, were really good movies. So. And it makes me want to watch it because I haven't watched it probably in over ten years, or since I was maybe even a kid or a teenager. So. Makes me want to walk, go back and watch it this week when I'm off. Thanks, Doug. No problem. Happy to ha- happy to help. Well, yeah, we but, we briefly talked about it earlier, but yeah, it's one one of um, probably the best one of the best hockey movies. It's definitely not probably one of the best hockey, hockey movies. movies. Probably one of the only hockey movies that have a multiple movies to it. So it's probably the best of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. All right, ready to get you know, you my number seven? Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say there used to be a team called Mighty Ducks, but they took the Mighty out of the Ducks. Yeah, because Disney owned the name. Even though it... They were in Anaheim? Yeah, they they were the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, and then Disney said, uh, then, like, uh, they were, something happened with Disney, and then Disney's just like, all right, screw you, we're taking the Mighty out, just be known as the Ducks. Yeah. And I think a lot, and and the old logo was the best logo for them. It, It reminds you of the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot out of the Mighty Ducks, too. Like, obviously, because the hockey team was pretty much named after the movie. Yeah, exactly. 
And then, you know, you had the cartoon that came after it. And I mean, it, it became one hell of a franchise. Yes, it did. Yes, it was. I mean, unfortunately, the cartoon sucked and uh, the hockey team still sucks. It did win one it did win one Stanley Cup. But I don't know if they were still the Call of the Mighty Ducks when they won the Cup. Were they? No, I think they I think they were just the Ducks at the time. Okay. But they they did win one cup. So that's one positive. Well, gotta have one. Exactly. All right, you ready to get that yeah, go ahead. Uh, blind side. Nope, Major League. Uh, which one? First one? First one. Second one is further down. Okay. You're like me, that like the second one better, too. Yeah. So, uh, with this one... And, and this one is, and we talked about it before because we've talked about, we've done a retrospective on it. But Major yep. League was one of those movies, and by the way, it was rated R by the Motion Picture Association because uh, it, it's really not supposed to be a family movie. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, cursing, and in today's, in today's, um, I guess world. I don't think it's really that great art, or am I just not? I don't really think it's that great art. Do you? I mean, they say the f word a lot. That's true. I guess back in the nineties, the f word was really. A bad word. I mean, it is still today, but a lot more people use it today. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, like, uh, like this movie, uh, it's uh, pretty much just uh, like. Again, it's another one of those movies, you know, it's based on the Cleveland Indians and uh, like, um, you know, and, you know, they were losers or, you know, it's a ragtag bunch of losers. Uh, but, you know, yep. they really did come together as a team. Oh, definitely. It's a feel-good story. Yeah, Exactly. So, but yeah, no, it's my, it's my number seven. Uh, it's, you know. Good choice. Yeah. It's one of my favorite baseball movies. Yeah, same. All right, your number six. Uh, I'm going to say Remember the Titans. No, let's um, further down. Um, Moneyball. That's a Brad Pitt movie, right? Yep. It's about, it's based on the uh, Oakland A's who were, unquote, cheap. They, they're they one of the lowest 
uh, payrolls in baseball, and they and um, their former GM used to have this Moneyball type method to um, getting players, and then they would be good, and then selling them, I mean trading them, and then doing over a cycle. So it was, and it became a movie, and it's a book too. That's right. I believe it's a book. But I liked the movie. It was a good movie based on that. And it's one of my favorite baseball movies. I haven't seen it in a while, but but I liked it. Have you seen it? I think I've seen part of it once. came out in, my, oh, wow, 2011 came out. And it made over $110.2 million million dollars box office. Yeah, it's adapted from the money ball, the art of winning an unfair game. You know how there's no uh, salary cap in baseball and there's some low, small market teams compared to the big market teams like LA, New York, of course, Philadelphia. Yeah, and Oakland is one of the smallest Market out there. It, it's it, it really is kind of unfair because you got New York who has all this money compared to Oakland, small market doesn't have that kind of money to buy these big time players. So, right. I like to have because it was based on the kind of a true story, I guess, because of the um, method of the money ball. And you know, I mean, and they, they, they got they got really good actors in the movie too, like uh, you know, Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. And who else? Uh, I want to say somebody else is in here. Jonah Hill, Brad Pitt. Uh, I forget the other one. But yeah, it's a good movie. If you, I think I might watch that too. Okay. <laughs> Man, you're giving yourself a lot to watch. I mean, I, I'm only work. I usually work Sunday, Monday, and I'm off until Saturday, so I have plenty of time. There you go. <laughs> All right. Want to try to guess my number six? I'm going to go again. Uh, Longly short. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you longest yard's not on my list. Okay, I was going to say it's longest yard on your list. Yeah, so you can quit guessing that. Uh, okay. Little Giants. I thought it might be because you, um, you, you did a retrospective on it, so I thought it might, might No, be. we never did. Oh, I thought you did. Or was that some, some other movie? No, we never did. We were going to, but then I changed it. Oh, okay. Because I thought there was a football movie that you did without me. There was, but it wasn't the longest yard. Oh, okay. It was um, replacement. That's right. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot. To, I forgot about that movie. That's one of my favorites too. Is that on your list too? 
later on, yes. Okay. Little Giants is my number six. Another feel-good movie. It's pretty much it's about uh, these two brothers, the O'Shea brothers, uh, uh, Danny and uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin was a a standout high school college football star. They were in uh, Urbania, Ohio, uh, and they got – Kevin was going to start coaching a uh, a peewee football team. And his niece, Becky, tries out for the team. She really wants to play football. She's the best player out there. But he doesn't pick her because she's a girl. It upsets his brother. It upsets her. And he's just like – She's a girl. She doesn't belong in the team. So she really wanted to play football. And so she was able to get it. She told a couple of the bullies that made her uncle's team that her dad was starting a, her dad was starting a team. And I remember the diner scene when uh, the mayor of Urbania, who looked like a schmuck, uh, said... Uh, there's two lead, there's two teams in this town, and he's like, who's coaching the other one? And Danny walks in, and he starts yelling at Danny. Dan, uh, Becky tells Danny, it's like, oh yeah, we're starting our own team. And then you know, Kevin lectures Danny, says, you know, you and those kids are no good. If you want to do other stuff, that's fine, but leave football to me. And then when he just looks mm-hmm. at him and says, I knew you'd see it my way, and Danny finally has enough, and he goes. No, I don't. I don't see it your way. I've never seen it your way. I hate your way. <laughs> Just like, like, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. When, when he does that. Yeah, I forgot about this movie. I, it's one, one of my favorite kids. It's one movie you can't watch without having to pay Amazon three bucks for it. Oh, so it's not on Netflix or anything. Damn. Correct. But yeah, it's a good movie. From what I yeah. from what I remember, it it was one of those movies that you can sit down and watch too. Yeah, and it's a good it's a good movie to watch with the kids and it provides a good lesson for the kids. Uh Oh, you can watch it on Tubi now. Oh, on YouTube? No, Tubi, the uh, the streaming service. Oh, I didn't know it was a Tubi. I, huh. You didn't know that? Look for it on Roku, I guess. Yeah. I have the app on my phone. Oh, nice. Uh, Is it Daniel's one of favorite movies that you... I know he could need a Giants fan. Uh, he doesn't, he's not even necessarily uh, a fan of it, but. Oh, here it is. Uh, I may have to watch it later. There you go. I might watch it too. Uh, you to watch it after Elimination Chamber. Yeah, we'll see how tired I am. Uh, But, I'm looking uh, forward to this pay per view. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a really good pay per view. 
I'll tell you, UFC's really, uh, you know, uh, kind of competing with WWE tonight, too, because their fight night is Jessica Andrade versus uh, Rachel Blanchfield. Yeah, it's not a uh, card I would watch over uh, WWE tonight. I don't know. Blanchfield's pretty good. She she exposed that Molly McCann. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. So I might have to check that one out. Are you going to be watching that one too? Uh, Are you gonna I be... think Dang is going to have it on his phone. Okay. But we are going to be watching Elimination Chamber because I got to see like, what they're going to do. Because I don't think WWE knows what they're doing yet. Yeah. Did that crowd, last, you, you watch last night, or did you go to sleep? I didn't. My phone, uh, I couldn't get a Fox on uh, my Verizon Fios uh, app. It just kept saying, oh. we'll be back shortly. Oh, that sucks. But, yeah, that crowd was, went, Berserk for Sami Zayn, as per as um expected, but like for like a good maybe three to five minutes, they were just chanting everything. You could they were chanting Olay Olay and Sammy and oh my god, it was just it was it was good it was good to see. Yeah, so I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger. To, I don't think they should. I think it's Cody's moment that needs to be had. No, I don't think they're going to pull the trigger either. It's just going to be how is he going to lose. It's got to be done gonna, via They're going to have several. Yeah. They're going to have several false finishes where, the, where you think he's going to win. So... It's going to be interesting to see if what happens and how this story goes. And do they do they do the uh, split uh, belts and and uh, give Sammy um, like night one and Cody night two? That's another possibility. I mean, that is. I don't think they're going to. I I think they should. Like I know that people are saying, oh, you know. We should, uh, you know, it should stay as one champion. You you only need really one champion. Not not when you have two shows. Yeah. And they're both on separate shows. Cody's Raw and Sammy's SmackDown. So it actually works out perfectly. But how they get there is, is the interesting part. Yeah. Um... I'm looking forward to it, so we'll see what happens. Exactly. But yeah, back, back to topic. but yeah, back to Little Giants. Little Giants is a. Uh, it, it was again one of those movies, you know, feel good movie, and you know Rick Moranis. And, and by the way, Rick Moranis, at this time, he really wasn't spending a lot of time on set because he was dealing with the death of his wife at the time. Oh wow. So he really wasn't, a, I mean, he still did the movie because he had signed on to yeah. do it. He wanted to fulfill his commitment. But then he exactly. had kids he had to take care of. Yep. So 
But another uh, feel-good moment in the movie is the one kid, uh, Johnny. He, uh, um, you know, he was one of those. He was one of the kids on the team that uh, his, uh, you know, his father was never around, and uh, uh, so. But then, like, there was a point where his father actually shows up, so they give him the ball so he could. Uh, um, so he could score the touchdown, and I thought that was kind of a uh-huh. feel good moment. Definitely a feel good moment. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then another uh, then another moment in the movie, like the first touchdown that the Giants scored, it was this kid Tad, you know, kind of kind of dorky kid. His father looked like a goon, but just like his father having the camcorder in his hands and being like, oh, my God, my son scored a touchdown. Oh. Yeah, this definitely might make me want to watch it again. Yeah. All right, Eric, we're in the top five. Your number five has to be Mr. Baseball. No. Um, I'll tell you right now, it's not on my list. Well, I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah. Actually, the opening theme of tonight's um, show, Happy Gilmore. Good pick. Classic. Yes. One, it's my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Um, yeah, all around is a good movie. He went to be he went to be a hockey player, but he sucked at it. So he went and turned to golf. And he became good at it. And um, what's what's his name? The douchebag. Uh, Shooter McCabin. And yeah, and then Rob Parker is Rob Bob Barker is in it. Former Price Price host. Um, he was funny in it. And then the guy that he kind of killed because no, did he? No, he he um. Did he kill him? How did he? How he did didn't that guy kill die? him on purpose, but he gave he gave the guy the head of the alligator that bit off his hand, and the guy had a heart attack and fell out the window. Oh yeah, okay. That, that, that's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, but yeah, it's one of my obviously my top five, one of my favorite movies. It's a classic. Probably Adam Sandler's one of his best. Movies out there. It was Where one do you of the best it first this, uh... movies, that's for sure. Yeah. Do you rank it up there in the like top five of his best movies? I would, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I personally think it's his best, probably best movie or top, at least top three. Right. So yeah, it's it's my favorite. And it came out in the. When did it come out? I think mid-90s. Yeah, it was like 94, 95, because I think Billy Madison came out around the same time. Yeah, it's a classic. Everybody, it's one of the most popular movies that he, um, he was in. So, it's about, yeah. 
another feel good story at the end. And you get the girl. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, <laughs> I was real happy for him when he got the girl. Yeah. I was just like, yes. Very pretty girl, too. Yeah, she's not bad. She actually ended up being, uh, she was on uh, Modern Family for the longest time. Oh, wow. Did she play a big role in there, or was she like? Uh, yeah, she was. She was, uh, she was uh, Claire Dunphy. She was one of the. Uh, she was one of the uh, uh, Pritchett kids. She was one of the main characters. Okay. I mean, I've seen the show a few times, but I didn't realize that she was in Happy Gilmore too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. You want to guess yeah, my number five? Okay. Yep. Um, replacements. <clears throat> Rookie of the year. Ah, nice. Talked about it earlier. It was on your list. It's a really good movie, really good Disney movie. It's on Disney Plus. Uh, you know, they all do a really good job in the movie. I love the dynamic with the with the mother and son. I love the dynamic between uh, Henry and Chet Stedman. Uh, yep. Sal, the, the manager of the ball club, he's a funny as fuck guy. The way he always gets Henry's name wrong. Yep. And then he locks himself in a cage. No, that wasn't uh, that wasn't Sal. That was Brigma. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the pitching coach. Uh, yeah. Was it the pitching coach? Yeah. yeah. And then his uh, two best friends. Yeah, uh, Clark and uh, George. Which I believe is in another movie that's on my list. I believe they're in that movie too. Okay. Ironically. But yeah, so that's, so that's my number five. You're number, for number four. four. I'm staying Major League. Uh, no. Uh, remember the Titans. God, I was thinking that, too. Um, not much to say about this, because we did it. We did um, retrospective on this, like, a month ago. So, I'll briefly just say, one of the best football movies out there. Um, all-time classic, Denzel Washington, an all-time great actor. A lot of good actors in this movie. Um, I know Doug enjoyed it for the first time. Yeah. By the way, and I do have to, in, now, now that we are talking about this movie again, I do have to say that the the guy in the movie that ended up paralyzed, his name wasn't Jerry. It was, in fact, Gary. Oh, uh, with you. Okay, Gary. Because I okay. actually watched a clip of it the other day, and uh, he, they said his name was Gary, and I'm just like, okay. Next time we get a chance to talk about that, I'll bring it up. Gary, Gary. We got his feet. But there was a Gary. Yeah. Okay. So there was a Jerry and a Gary. 
Yeah, but pretty I, much. <laughs> I mean, it's easy, easy to um, get confused. So, I mean, at least we can correct that now. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to listen to um, us talk about more about Remember Titans, go back to our archives about a month ago, and then we go into detail about the movie. A cheap little plug there. There you go. Uh, You're number, you four. number four. Yep. Um, Blindside. Blindside is not on the list. Okay. It's Major League Two. Nice. So, again, I think that I like Major League Two, obviously, better than I like Major League One. Uh, This movie, to me, is more family-friendly. And the fact that it starts out with Roger Dorn as the owner of the team, and then he just completely fucks it up. Because in the first movie, Dorn is just known as an asshole. He's not really a... Uh, he's not really known for anything else except for he's just an asshole. In the second movie, he's a yeah. complete dipshit. <laughs> I mean, he got older. So, like, it's like a complete character change from where, uh, from where he was in the first movie. Right. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is when uh, uh, they were playing the second game of their doubleheader, and uh, nobody thought they were going to – because this was after, like, earlier on in the game, they were uh, – earlier in the first game, they all got thrown out. And then uh, Rube, the new catcher, kind of gave them a motivational speech. It's like, quit acting like a bunch of assholes. Uh, <laughs> and then, I remember that. However, he said it, and then uh, you know, in that second game, or in that second game, uh, you know, Hayes scores the first run or whatever, or scores the tying run, and then Pedro goes up to to Jake Taylor, who's filling in as the coach, and he goes, "Jake, Serrano wants your bet." And then he goes, all right, go up there. And then the catcher, because Pedro had kind of developed the, uh, you know, the Buddhist mentality. He wasn't a voodoo guy anymore. Uh, he was more like the the well made the you know well natured, well mannered Buddhist or whatever the fuck. And the yeah. catcher says to him, "Hey, Pedro, how you doing?" He just looks at him and goes, "Shut up." <laughs> yep. And then he has the game. He hit the game-winning home run. Yeah, he hit the game-winning home run. They finally got a. They finally got a win. Bob Euchre couldn't really enjoy it because he was so fucking drunk. Oh yeah, he was funny in the movie. Yeah, and then he poor uh, sidekick. His um sidekick there didn't know what to do when he he uh, passed out. Yeah, running doubleheader. You had to wake yeah, him up. Yeah. And then, 
But yeah, no, that was a good part in the movie. And then, you know, he ends up with the one girl. Uh, you know, Vaughn ends up with the one girl at the end of the movie. And, you know, yeah, it's just, it's a really good movie. It, it, in my yeah. opinion, it is better than the first one. I agree. I think it was more well, well, more well done than the first one. So. All right, your number three. I'm saying is the uh, is the first major league. Uh no, um, it's what is it? Little big, little big league. Little big league. Yeah, that's another good one. Yes, and I, that's the movie I kept referring to with the rookie of the year because I think, I think the mom is just, or the kid, even the friends are the same. For some reason, I think they're the same, but uh, it's kind of similar. Kind of similar because he has two best friends in that movie too. So, and the mom, I think looks like the same mom, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'll be is, able to. Uh, I don't think so. For some reason, the mom looks the same, but it's um. This is based off the kid becoming an owner of the Minnesota Twins because his grandfather suddenly died, um, which is real sad. But they were real, they were really close that they bonded over baseball and and they loved the game. And then when he died, he he was handed. In his will, he was um, in his grandfather's will, he was asked to be the owner, and I mean it was overwhelming at first because the players didn't want a kid to be the owner, right? And, and then he became a manager because um, what's his name got fired? Who who we talked about in another show? We talked about in the show called Law, Law and Order. It's the same guy, right? I was um, gonna say, was it the uh... It looked like him, Dennis. Um, Dennis Farina. I believe so. Yeah. Or is his look like? Yeah, but I no, think he it was, he is was him. the manager. Yeah. He was the manager, and then he got he quit or got fired, and then he became manager for the Minnesota Twins. They resent him at first, but then they start winning, and then. And then they start winning and become their friends. And then his two best his two best friends uh, resent him because he doesn't pay attention to them anymore. And then um, yeah, and then he fo- and later on he focuses on he had to, he has to focus on school, so he re- resigns as manager at the end of the movie, but still stays on as the owner. Oh, one of the players he became friends with, he had to cut because he wasn't doing good anymore. Right. And he didn't take it well at first. And then at the end of the movie, he, he comes back and all ends well. And his mom got married to one of the players. Which he hated at first. Right. He actually benched him because he was dating his mom. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I've seen. I think I've seen the movie like once or twice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite movies. It's up there, obviously. 
I do recommend it if you if anybody listening wants to watch it. Where's it at? I think it might be. Oh no, it's on. It's on nothing free. Oh, okay, so it's not on Netflix then. Amazon Prime, okay. Uh, four dollars. Okay. All right, ready to guess my number three? Um. I'm trying to think what else could there be. Uh, Remember the Titans? Nope. Remember the Titans is not on my list. McFarland, USA. Uh, Oh, I don't think I've seen this one. It's a really good movie. It's on Disney Plus. Uh, Stars Kevin Costner as... uh, Jim White, who comes over to uh, McFarland, uh, I think McFarland, California, or some town named McFarland in some state. Uh, pretty much, it's a uh, yeah, it's a it's a, La- a Latino town. Okay. Uh, and um. He comes over. He was the uh, high school football coach. He got fired because he threw a water bottle at one of his players during halftime because the player was giving him attitude. So he threw a water bottle at him, busted the kid open. Ooh. And that kind of gets you fired. Uh, Sounds like a good movie. I, I took this out. Yeah. It is on Disney Plus. Uh all right, so it's a uh, Latino high school in California's Central Valley. Okay. Based on the true story of a 1987 cross-country team. Ooh, okay. Now you got you got me intrigued. Yeah. Uh, and pretty much what he does is he gets these kids. To, he starts a track team. They wanted him to be the football coach, but instead he noticed that the kids had a talent for running. So he decided to start a track team. And these were kids that, you know, nobody really had any faith in. Nobody really had any faith in the kids at the high school. But he showed their faith in them. And, you know, he got the whole town town behind him. Ooh, I'm definitely taking this out. Uh, it stars Kevin Costner, who does an awesome job. Uh, Maria Bellows in it. She plays his wife. Uh, as old as she's getting, she is still very hot and very fuckable. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, is she hot? Huh? You answered my question. Yeah, she's uh, she is a very gorgeous older woman. Uh, I mean, if you say she is, then uh, most likely I think she is. Yeah. So, uh, but, so anyway, so, but yeah, no, it's another feel-good movie. And then, like, at the end, when uh, they're at the uh, the state championship, 
and uh-huh. it looked like uh, they weren't gonna have the uh, the points to to win the race. The one fat kid basically ran his ass off, and he helped them make up the points. Oh wow! I mean, the kid almost had a heart attack after, but but this kid was fast. Oh yeah, he he was a. I mean, he wasn't like too fat, but he was like one of the slowest kids on the team. Okay. But like when he was telling his star runner, he's just like, "It's not going to be enough. We're not going to have, uh, you know, we're not going to have the points. It's not going to be enough." And this star runner, uh, Thomas, goes, "Coach, look!" And you see this kid, uh. He was kind of overweight. He's running his ass off, and his parents are, you know, in in the crowd, uh, you know, because they, you know, it wasn't necessarily somewhere you have, like, the seats or whatever. Like, everybody's just kind of standing on the sidelines, and uh, his parents were up in front, in front of everybody, and his mother is going ballistic because she can't believe that her son, her fat, lazy son, is running as fast as he's running. No. It's awesome. Yeah, it was an awesome scene in the movie. It's pretty much... I think Kevin Costner is an awesome actor, and this is one of the reasons... This is actually my favorite Kevin Costner movie. Yeah, I like Kevin Costner. He's an awesome... um, Awesome uh, actor and guy. He, yeah. He's in one of my, he's in one of his, um, one a baseball movie, Field Dreams. Unfortunately, it didn't make my list, but another good, another great movie too. Yeah, uh, he's also in uh, Draft Day, which is another. Uh, it didn't make my list, but. Yeah, another movie I like too. Didn't yeah. make my list either. Yeah. All right. This is like, the this, number two movie on your list is uh, Major League Two. It's uh, Friday Night Lights. All right then. This is, this is my uh, favorite movie, favorite football movie. Um, it's based on a true story, right? And based off I the think book. So. I think so, yeah. yeah. And then there's T V then there's a TV series. I forget which one came first. I think this movie The movie came, came first. first. Yeah. Yeah. The movie came out first, but it's based on a two story in Texas, the football team, high school football team in Texas. Great movie. Um everything you wanted from a football team. I mean you had your job, you had your you had your um, a lot of good, a lot of favorite characters. Uh, have you uh, seen the movie? Right. Ben? I've seen the show. Not in the movie. No. Okay. Yeah, but the, um, the movie is uh, great. A lot of good uh, actors. It's based the uh, time. Trying to think, I don't want to get the movie and a show confused. So, right, the movie 
they go undefeated. I want to say they went, they go undefeated in the movie, I think, and not in real life. But yeah, it's a classic football movie. Like, who stars in it? Okay. Friday Night Lights. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, that's right. Billy Bob and um, who's the woman? Movie. Billy Bob Thornton. Derek Luke. Who played Bobby Miles. He, He... Suffers a serious injury. He starts running back. Suffers serious injury in the first game of the season, and all hope is lost. But and then the coach Billy Bob dogged him and other team members and by yeah, they basically after the star player goes down, they basically go on a run and win the state title. I don't think they won the state title in real life, but I might have that the other way around. But right. But yeah, it's been, each each character is based off somebody from the um, in real life, the real life story. Yeah. yeah like I said, I've seen the show, but I've never seen the uh, I've never seen the movie. I do recommend it. I think it's on, I want to say it's on, I don't think it's on Netflix or anything. It's on YouTube. It's three ninety nine. Yeah, so it's not free. Yeah. Yeah. And then the show came out a couple years later. And the series, the, the the show was actually pretty good too. So, yeah, it's my as I said, it's my my favorite uh, football movie. All right, you want to guess my number two? Hmm. The replacement. What did you say is not on your list? Okay. So, uh, Grossman, it is a. Uh, movie about two boxers who are coming out of retirement they had a long feud or they had a feud like 30 years ago but the grudge match the rubber match was canceled they're played by sylvester stallone and robert de niro it's another one of those movies it's my favorite boxing movie and it's pretty much just two old guys trying to get in shape for this fight because and uh their fight gained a lot of attention because of a special that was aired on HBO Sports. But Razor Sharp, who's played by Sylvester Stallone, doesn't want to do the fight because he's still mad at Billy the Kid McDonough, who's played by Robert De Niro. He's still mad at him for sleeping with his girlfriend 30 years earlier. Oh, and yeah. uh, But they're getting ready for the fight. They have the fight. And it, to be honest with you, it's probably one of the greatest movie boxing matches I had ever seen. Ooh. And you said Rocky Rocky was in it? 
But it is not based off the Rocky movies, right? No, not at all. Uh. So, it is yeah, another my favorite boxing. It's my favorite boxing movie. I highly recommend it. Uh, we are getting close to time for elimination chamber, so that's why I'm speeding up here. Yep. You want to guess my number one? Major League. Yes. I again I put these just like the money does, I put this three uh, major league to get I guess the third one is is considered part of it. So yeah, I put all three together as um major league movie series. Yes, my all time great movie, favorite movies. I'll watch it anytime, any place. Fifty times a day. No, not fifty times a day, but yeah, I just love this series of movies. We talked yeah. about it earlier, so Yeah. Another thing I'll say about Grudge Match is it does have a uh, a feel good, you know, feel good story to it. Uh the trainer it's Sylvester Stallone's trainer, uh, who's played by Alan Arkin is fucking hilarious this old guy who doesn't really give a shit. Kevin Hart's hilarious in it. He's the boxing promoter. LL Cool J is in it. He plays with the pompous uh, owner of a gym who uh, is kind of training Robert De Niro's character, but De Niro, but he doesn't want to train De Niro's character because he doesn't really like him. But, uh, is it on Netflix or anything? It's on Hulu. Okay. I'll check it out. All right. You want to guess my number one? The Replacement. You finally got one. And it. I mean, it's what happens when yeah, you get is... the same damn movie like five times in a row. <laughs> and you didn't, you didn't say it was on your list, so. Yeah. So. But we, hey, we both we both get there number one. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it had to be there. All right. So pretty much, the replacement is a. Uh, Uh, we we covered this movie a few months ago here on this show. Daniel Sharon and I did. Uh, it's another one of those sugar movies. It's about uh, it's pretty much based loosely based on the on the eighty strike, even though it's uh, the movie does take place in the two thousands. Uh, I love but, the movie. Uh, so the movie actually. Uh, so it's about these replacement players that get uh, um, pretty much signed. They're going to play the last five uh, games for the Washington Sentinels, including Keanu Reeves, who plays uh, quarterback Shane Falco. Nope. And uh, so 
Uh, and then, you know, it's another feel-good story. It's got a really good cast on it. It's got Keanu Reeves. It's got Gene Hackman. Uh, it's got Orlando it? Jones in it. Uh, John Favreau's in it. There was no NFL player in it, right? No. John Madden was in it. Him and Pat Summerall were doing the commentary. That's right. But yeah, no, that's my number one. Make sure you check that movie out. It's on HBO Plus. Yep, it came out in 2000. Yeah. Now, uh, so that's pretty much our top ten. I think we each had good movies on the list. Uh, Eric, anything else you want to add before we uh, before we sign off here? Uh, no, this, uh, this is fun. Um, fun guessing our, each other's movies, even though we uh, kind of guess the same movie all the time. But yeah, there's some movies on your list that I want to check out. There's probably some of mine. That's fine. Yeah. What were you saying, Eric? I'm sorry. There's probably no, that's why. There's probably some uh, movies on your on my list that you want to check out. Yeah. Yeah. All, all. I think we had sev- several movies that were the same, like the Rookie, Rookie of the Year, uh, Major League, and Mighty Ducks. I think were the three or four that were we had the same of, but most of them, I think we were different. Right. That was yeah. good. It was fun. Definitely fun. All right, make sure you check out Boxman and Smart, the wrestling outlet, Wednesdays on YouTube. Uh, They don't do Hollywood Hangout anymore, so I'm not plugging them. Uh, And then check us out Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, blogtalkradio.com slash everything unscripted for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. Uh, This Friday night, we will be doing an Undertaker Stone Cold Steve Austin feud retrospective uh, next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern time for uh, here Unscripted Unlimited. It's Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, usually 7, unless we have something that we want to do So and we want to do the show earlier. Next Saturday night, we're going to do a Big Brother house guest retrospective on Cody Califuri. Oh. Ooh. He's made the uh, the rounds lately uh, in the news uh, due to the show The Traitors and his beef with Rachel Riley. Oh yeah, that's it's on um, on uh, Peacock. Yeah, I said to check that out. Have you guys watched it? Daniel has. Uh, is it good? He says it is. Huh. Uh, and I'll definitely check it out. <laughs> so also uh, check out tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern time, or if she has to work probably later, Daniel and Mindy with the Stabcast. I forgot what movie they were doing. So just tune in and you'll find out. Uh, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, Daniel and Bobby for the web cave. They're going to be talking Green Arrow finally. Uh when is uh, is hard hits gonna be this week? Yeah, when probably Wednesday. 
All right, so Wednesday, probably around 6.37 p.m. Eastern Time, join Eric and the world's worst communicator, Clintus, uh, for the NFL Hard Hits show as they will finally be reviewing the Super Bowl. Uh, and then uh, afterwards, are, are you guys going to uh, continue to do shows about the XFL or no? Maybe from time to time if he, if he watches it and I watch it. Yeah. Not, not, probably not weekly. So make sure you check out Eric and the uh, World's Worst Communicator for the, uh, for that episode of Hard Hits next week. And the World's Worst Communicator will be continued to be referred to from now on until his communication skills get better. Uh, so also check out our buddy Sean, Elite Diplodoc on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, Daniel and I, of course, will also be at the uh, Lehigh Valley uh, Toy Comic and Card Show on May 13th from 10 to 2 p.m. selling toys. And uh, check out uh, Mindy on the Stabcast TikTok. And that pretty much does it. So, Eric, this was fun. Yes, it was, as usual. Good time, bud. Yep. And we'll uh, see everybody next week. Adios. One, two, three, four.